we grew up doing tree removal, so it's very humbling, hard work doing it in Texas and 110 degree weather. You know, it really gave us perspective on how to bust your ass. My dad was an entrepreneur. I saw him build what he had out of nothing. It was just kind of a beautiful thing to see, you know, you get what you put in. And I think that's a very valuable lesson to learn at an early age. Welcome to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores exceptional career success stories, inspiring and insightful personal brand journeys that answer the question, are you coffee or are you Starbucks? Fascinating conversations with leaders about their career breakthroughs from entertainment, tech, media, and more. You'll learn how they've turned up the volume on their brand to unlock success. Firsthand, uncensored, and real, as told by people who've been there and plenty of inspiration and practical tools to help you lead with your brand every day as you drive towards your next career breakthrough. And now, here's your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Hey everybody, Jason Patria here, and you are listening to the Lead With Your Brand podcast, which is the podcast for folks just like you who are looking to turn up the volume, show your value, and lead with your brand to your next career breakthrough. Well, we are coming to the end of summer, and I hope you are having some fun in the sun and staying away from all of those horrible rains that are hitting the West Coast. We have another exciting show for you today, I'm sitting down with Wesley Smoot, the founder and marketing director of Unleashed LGBTQ, the first ever business conference and entertainment festival for the LGBT plus community, taking place in Dallas, Texas on September 22nd to 24th, 2023. And I am super excited because I'll be kicking off Unleashed LGBTQ, talking lead with your brand, and I'll be sitting down for an exclusive in-person interview with actor and comedian Billy Eichner. But before we sit down and talk to Wesley Smoot, let's talk a little bit about your brand and amplifying your exposure by networking for impact. Now, I know that we are just around the corner from conference season, and I've kicked it off a little bit early because last week I spent my time in Denver, Colorado at the end. NGLCC International Business and Leadership Conference, which is completely focused on supplier diversity in the LGBTQ plus community. And I kicked off the week setting up some of my favorite clients, our friends over at JP Morgan Chase, their Office of LGBTQ Plus Affairs, is sending over 150 of their best and brightest employees to the Out and Equal Workplace Conference coming up in September. I had a chance to sit down with them and talk all about networking for impact as we return to in-person. And of course, then I turned around and walked right into an in-person conference where I got to put everything to the test. Now, I know after a couple of years of doing everything virtual, finally going back in person to networking events and conferences and summits, it's a little bit nerve-wracking because we all 
are a little bit out of practice. But I always go back to that core pie model that Harvey Coleman wrote about in his book years and years ago, all about empowering yourself, the organization game revealed. You know, Harvey talked all about the keys to focus on your performance, your image, and your exposure. Now, Harvey Coleman talked about that exposure can have the biggest impact on your career because, quite frankly, if everyone has great performance and you're out there leading with your brand, if there's no one there to amplify the value, how is that going to help you out? Now, it dawned on me that we fall into all of these traps when we go back to being in person, right? We fall into that natural human bias where we are quite simply attracted to folks that are most similar to us, right? We're constantly looking around and saying, who looks like me? Who does the same type of work to me? And then we all kind of glob together at an in-person event, right? And then we have the proximity bias which is all about gravitating towards the people that are closest to us. Now, here's the thing. When you go to a networking event, when you go to a conference, you're typically going with other folks from your company. So we all seem to kind of mash together, right? We walk into one of those sessions and we see the people wearing the same shirts or lanyards from our company. And then we all sit together. And then guess what? We're not building our network or amplifying our brand outside of our own company. So I want you to start thinking about tips for creating natural relationships. I look at it in four steps. One, you've got to build. You've got to build rapport and don't pitch yourself. Two, you've got to ask great questions. It's not about rattling off your resume and spouting off your elevator pitch. Then we've got to shut up and listen. We've got to listen to what's important to other people and not just talk at them. But finally, it's all about following up and following up by being of service. A one-time connection is probably not going to add value and help you out later unless you follow it up. So let's break that down. The first thing is you've got to build rapport with people. It's not just about talking about yourself. It's really about putting them as the star of the show and finding out those things that you have in common with them. Now, I love when you're at a conference or networking event that people are wearing name tags and lanyards and badges, and there's all sorts of great information on there. I will tell you, last week I would run into so many people that had interesting companies that they worked for. Like I ran into the folks from GE Appliances, and when I saw that, I immediately started building rapport with them because the former company I worked for, NBC Universal, at one time was purchased and owned by General Electric. And we built rapport poor talking all about GE and GE Crotonville and all of those different things that the old GE company was known for. It's also about looking at where people are from. I always look at people's name tags and they'll say, you know, hey, I'm from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and I'll reach in and say like, oh, I love Minneapolis and build rapport because my husband is from Minneapolis, St. Paul, so we can build rapport there. It's all about finding what similarities you have with someone so that you can instantly start building relationships that are memorable. 
then you've got to do that by asking great questions. You know, we're so focused on talking all of the time that we forget it's about asking great questions. And this can be a great one. You know, I would come in and sit down at a lunch table during one of the lunch plenaries at the conference last week. And even I would be like, oh gosh, like I don't know anyone that it's that's here. All these people seem to be from different organizations and different companies. What should I do? And so I would just simply turn to someone and say, hey, how's the conference going for you? Or, hey, where did you fly in from for the conference? Or I would turn and say something like, what's been the most impactful part of the conference so far? Or what did you think about that keynote speaker yesterday? What really stood out to you? You can ask a combination of those closed-ended questions, right? Like, where did you come in from? And then follow it up with one of those great open-ended questions, right? Like, what's your favorite part about the city that you're from? Or what really resonated with you from one of the speakers? Then you know what? We've got to shut up and listen. That's the thing. If you ask questions, you got to listen to other people. Now, this is the hard part because I know we always have something coming through our head and it's not about listening so that I can respond. Instead, it's about listening so we really understand who's with us and so that we can make them the star of the show. In fact, what you want to do is listen to what's important for them because when you want to follow up, you want to be in service of what's important to them. You don't want to be a stalker. No, you want to continue that rapport. So I will tell you, one of the things that I did was connecting with people on LinkedIn immediately on mobile. But then if I had taken a picture with them at one of the events, I would immediately send them a photo, which was all about following up and being of service, right? Hey, here's a picture of us at the 80s party, or here's us at that networking reception at the Coors Field out in Denver. But now, now I have my week all set up where I've carved out time so I can do really great follow-ups with individuals via LinkedIn and via email that are all customized to helping folks, right? I'm going to follow up because I had great conversations with people thinking about their brand, thinking about growing their business, and I'm actually forwarding different articles that relate to conversations that I had with people. I am sending them information from the podcast. I'm sending them episodes of people that I know they're going to resonate with that they'd like to hear from. So it's all about following up and being of service and finding how it is that you can help other people. In fact, I will tell you one of these things. I ran into someone and they were talking all about taking their family on a trip to Disney World, where you all know that I'm a theme park fanatic. So you know how I'm following up with them? I'm sending them a whole bunch of different blog articles on how to get on to Tron and how to make sure that you rope drop and all of these tips and tricks that I know is going to help them on their upcoming vacation. Well, I am super excited about today's show. I have Wesley Smoot, the founder and marketing director of Unleashed LGBTQ, the first ever business conference and entertainment festival for LGBTQ plus and allied professionals. It's taking place and premiering in Dallas, Texas on September 22nd to 24th, 2023. Now, in addition to being a reporter, book author, artistic director, and entrepreneur, Wesley is passionate about being an advocate for an inclusive LGBTQ plus culture. 
Now, hailing from blue-collar multicultural roots in rural central Texas, Wesley has established himself as a cross-industry connector, experiential marketing maverick, and event production professional with an unwavering commitment to impactful innovation while uplifting marginalized communities. I'll be back in just a few moments with Wesley Smoot. For over 25 years, Jason has coached, trained, and developed thousands of leaders and executives, helping them achieve their next career breakthrough. He's a featured speaker at global conferences and companies to help everyone bring their best authentic self to work, show their value, and lead with their brand every day. Get more tips and tools at leadwithyourbrand.com. And we are back. I have a fabulous guest with us today. It is Wesley Smoot, the founder and marketing director of Unleashed LGBTQ. Wesley, what's going on today? You know, beautiful day in Texas. So Wesley, talk to me. I know that you are known for being a connector and meeting people and networking and Unleashed LGBTQ is all about bringing people together. How is it that you introduce yourself to people when you meet them? Well, you know, I always start with Wesley Smoot, but yeah, I, I, I kind of love uh, what, you, what you mentioned there. I think, you know, whenever people, a lot of people do recognize that, you know, the platform that we are creating is going to be very much for people to share ideas and connect with one another. I think it's a very important and valuable uh, sort of, event that, you know, we can produce that's very much needed. Um, There's people that work in so many different industries, but whenever you do create an event like Unleashed LGBTQ, you see how much those things overlap. And I think uh, people are recognizing that and it's making them all the more excited about our events. Yeah. And so tell me, what's your elevator pitch for you as a, a business leader? Well, you know, I always like to say I'm able to connect the dots, you know, any sort of uh, business or, you know, enterprise that, you know, we've started, I think has been something that, you know, hasn't been really done before. So I I really like to think that me as an individual, I provide um, a lot of value and seeing what the market could use and, you know, really going after it with all of my resources, all of my intent and ambition. And, um, I think that's a cool way I'd like to describe myself, I guess. Yeah. Well, of course it needs to be the cool way or it wouldn't be on brand for you. Now, everyone's getting super excited because Unleashed LGBTQ Plus is really kind of the first ever business conference and entertainment festival for the community. So it's coming up on September 22nd through 24th in Dallas, Texas. I'm excited to be speaking and talking lead with your brand, but talk to us, give us the the, the download. What is is going on at Unleashed? Well, you know, like I mentioned, creating this kind of environment, I think is really important for us. We have so many different thought leaders and industry experts, celebrity talent that are, uh, we can share their voices and what they're doing, what the latest thing is coming out in marketing or branding, uh, DEI, uh, artificial intelligence. Um, You know, it's a great platform for people to talk about their latest films or series, books, albums, you know, um, I think it's really neat to have that sort of space, but also with uh, amazing 
educational and networking opportunities. You know, there's so many people doing big things within our area where, you know, we can really be proud of our accomplishments. I think that's something that our community deserves. We're creating a space for brands, entertainers, and LGBTQ professionals to connect, whether it's for the educational or the networking opportunities or some of the celebrity talent. I think it all really ties in to uh, create something that hasn't been done before. Yeah. And so it almost sounds like it's a LGBTQ plus like South by Southwest or, or Comic-Con. Well, you know, we did pull a lot of inspiration. I've, I've been to quite a few of both of those. I grew up in Austin where I'd attend South by Southwest regularly. Yeah. And and who are some of the other cool people who will be speaking other than myself and India Moore? <laughs> well, you know, Billy Eichner, uh, who Woo! I believe... Are going to be interviewing live on stage. I believe you know, so. Um, love him and uh, Billy on the street and difficult people and um, he, uh, bros. You know, hearing his experience of you know Universal Pictures, you know, providing him with the largest budget ever given to a gay rom com. You know, I think there's a lot to say about that and learning yeah. from that experience. Um, Dylan Burnside, who I'm a big fan of, I think that kid's going to blow up. Um, you know, still, I think in his 20s. And Zach Heron, I think, is going to have a really cool story to tell the perspective of a NASCAR driver that's openly gay. You know, this is somebody who came out and lost all of his endorsements. And I think it's just such a cool thing to hear that all of these companies came in to make sure that he could have his stock car and continue racing. You know, I mean, that's that's how we come in as a community. That's how we put our money where our mouth is. Um, you know, uh, Anthony Porosky, I'm a big fan of Queer Eye and yeah. you know, him doing a cooking demonstration live on stage. I think that's going to be a whole lot Ooh, of fun. I can't wait. So Wesley, talk to me, you know, where did this concept come from? And then how did you get it from, you know, hey, this is a fun idea to actually getting sponsors, getting India Moore, Billy Eichner, all of these people actually lined up to do something in person? It just took a lot of, you know, market research. You know, I reached out to a lot of different companies and actually asked them if we were to build it, will you come kind of thing. And, yeah. you know, uh, we discussed a lot of the educational opportunities. A lot of these corporate partners that we are working with send out staff and management to learn about diversity, equity and inclusion, marketing, um, how to effectively advertise to the LGBTQ community and Gen Z. And I think that, you know, that was something that was very appealing to them. And, you know, I kind of figured if we can, you know, create that kind of environment as well as bring in the celebrity talent, we could have our own kind of mini gay South by Southwest. And plus there's going to be some fun parties too, right? Absolutely. And and so if people are interested in learning more or they want to uh, buy tickets, where should they go? Um, go to our website, unleashedlgbtq.com. You can see our full lineup, our schedule, uh, learn a whole lot more about the event. And when you're checking out, you can use Jason23, J-A-Y-Z-E-N, 23, and save 15%. Ooh, well, and for all of our listeners, if you look into the show notes, uh, wherever you're listening to your podcast, you can get that link. And so let's talk a little bit about your career and some of the things that led up to Unleashed. I mean, you have been in the entertainment space. You're a journalist. You're you're an author. Right. When you look back 
across your career, what were some of the key moments that you really were able to kind of break through and hone who you are as a leader and professional? I think it was just being effective, to be honest. People recognize that, you know, when you say you're going to get something done and it gets finished, I'm very project oriented. You know, we uh, made this little cookbook here, Westlow's homoerotic cookbook. And, you know, this was months of shooting and putting stuff together. But, you know, you just have to finish what you start. And I think that's just a really important thing that whenever people see that, they're far more excited to work with you. Yeah. And so when you were a little kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know, that's funny. That jumped around quite a bit. I will say in my, I, I produced events since I was a kid. I remember being in high school and us throwing uh, parties for us to break dance at and charging a little cover for people. And, you know, being in my 20s, I worked in nightclubs where I learned to market events and produce them and book entertainment and, you know, get far more into marketing itself. Yeah. And so talk to me a little bit about growing up. I know you grew up in rural central Texas. So what was your childhood like and how did that impact who you are today? Well, you know, um, I think our it was a neat sort of experience because, you know, we grew up just outside of Austin, just outside of Bastrop, Bastrop being a really cute small town uh, where I went to high school, you know, Austin being this great, you know, very liberal metroplex. And, you know, we were right in the middle where we actually owned land and four wheelers and rode bicycles and got lost in the woods. And I don't know how we didn't get bit by rattlesnakes and You know, we'd intentionally go out and get lost, but it was, you know, something that was really special between, you know, my family, my brothers and sisters growing up. I felt like we got such a variety of experiences being within that space. We grew up doing tree removal. So it's very humbling, hard work doing it in Texas and 110 degree weather. You know, it really gave us perspective on how to bust your ass. My dad was an entrepreneur. I saw him build what he had out of nothing. It was just kind of a beautiful thing to see, you know, you get what you put in. And I think that's a very valuable lesson to learn at an early age. Um, It was something, you know, they would buy our clothes, but if we wanted Nike, we had to work for Nike, you know, and it was, (laughs) you know, or you were getting your clothes at Walmart, you know, for the next school year. So it was like, if you wanted something that was nicer, you had to work for it. And I'm glad we did grow up like that. Yeah. What's the biggest thing you learned watching your folks as business owners? Everything's word of mouth. So work hard to keep a good reputation. Um, I think, you know, my dad was, he was just always ready to work and work hard. And so, you know, even I, I, I work so much more in a creative area now. Yeah. Um, it's very business oriented, but, um, you know, he was actually somebody who, would tell me this isn't the kind of work you want to do. Don't fall into this. This is a trap. I barely have a way to retire. It's manual labor. We're killing myself. And um, you are a creative and, you know, very business minded. You need to go into something else. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm glad I took it as his advice. I'd still be out there with a chainsaw in this weather. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it sounds like he had a big influence on you. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, he, he was just always had a really good uh, sense of humor and was um, 
just 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 ready to kick ass really that was something i always admired about him so wesley let's talk a little bit about your brand as you know not only a leader but sort of a creative business person give me three words that you would use to describe brand wesley smoot i would definitely say uh innovative marketable and fun Ooh. Talk to me about marketable. How is it that you, how is that part of your brand that you are marketable? Well, I think it's very important for everybody. I mean, after Instagram, we all turned into a brand, I think. Um, And it's just something that you have to be mindful of. And, you know, whenever you are working with a lot of these different companies, I think it's, you know, important not to be like Mr. Johnny down the middle main street, you know, kind of thing, but it's, it's, it's important to, you know, create, uh, this almost, you know, kind of personality. Cause it, and it really is. I mean, everybody, Oh, you can be real with this and this, but whenever you're walking in, you do have to put on a little bit of a face and a smile and you're, you're selling yourself. And so you do have to know how to do that. And, um, you do that by asking questions, learning about the, the person, their goals, uh, the company, where they want to be in the next, you know, couple years. And I think that's what makes a person actually who, who does marketing marketable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and so talk to me, you know, one of the things that I always find that people get challenged with is they're like, oh, well, I don't want to be a marketer. I don't want to be a schmoozer. But how is it that you do that without kind of compromising who you are? Because I feel like you show up as like uniquely you, but you're still catering to your audience. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much for that. Um, I, I think it's all from experience. You know, I was in the... I was just at a meeting at Virgin Hotels and, you know, I realized I said a couple words that maybe might make me sound a little unprofessional, but, <laughs> you know, I did it in a way that they were giggling and, you know, the deal went through, I'm glad to say, but <laughs> I think that, you know, some of that stuff of being unapologetically yourselves within, you know, certain professional lines, I think is very important. Being able to showcase your own personality like you said, is is very important. And I strive very hard to do that because, you know, whenever you are building a long-term relationship with somebody or a business, um, you, 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 need to, you need to get to know each other. So being a little bit more open, I think, is very important. Yeah. Yeah. And so talk to me about that meeting. So you, you kind of slip out and you drop some F-bombs or some, some whatever colorful language, you know, in the moment, it sounds like you were like, ooh, maybe that's not what I should have said in a corporate office. But how, so how did you recover or how did you actually like play with that? Because that's actually who you are. Well, oh, I just saw them giggling at the statement I made. I laughed a little bit myself and I kept on going. <laughs> that was basically it. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, they're, everyone, they're human too. And we all need a little bit of a chuckle here and there. You're a producer of events, right? That's kind of like the string that's gone through your entire career, where they were club events or marketing initiatives for companies or something big like Unleashed. What's the secret sauce that you kind of weave into all of your projects that kind of is uniquely Wesley Smoot? 
right? Like, what is it that you bring bring to it that others don't? I think with Unleashed LGBTQ specifically, you know, whenever people looked at our programming and saw how diverse it was, I think that really speaks to a lot of the things I've done in the past. You know, rather we were, you know, doing an art show that now included a burlesque dancers and now here's a drag show at a place that isn't necessarily a gay club and, you know, just aiming to do things that haven't been done before. But, you know, if you are um, somebody with a startup and you are passionate about it, you know, I didn't know how to do graphic design or put together those decks or do all of the copywriting or any of that stuff. You know, now I have a team of people that I can work with. But when it was just me, I literally had to do everything. So it was a matter of what do I need to do? How do I do it? Go through the whole thing of teaching yourself how to do it and, you know, execute it if it doesn't work. What do I need to do different? And um, I always just tell people, if you want it bad enough, you know, you're going to figure it out. Yeah. And so what was that point that you got to a breakthrough that enabled you to actually have a team working for you? Well, we came across um, a very forward thinking, very generous uh, individual named Kellyanne Winget. Mm. She's going to be speaking at the event. She covers a lot of uh, about finance, um, like uh, what's your wealth, intelligence. And, you know, so many people nowadays don't have any plans for uh, or, or don't in, like talking about wealth or investments or career. You know, it's considered impolite to talk about money. And, you know, she grew up very wealthy where they talked about it often. And, you know, there's people who need to be talking about it who don't. And so that's a big thing that she's going to be doing for her uh, panel at Unleashed in September. But she came through and made a uh, nice sized investment that was 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 so great because, you know, I had all my ducks in a row. I have all of these vendors. I have all of this talent. I have all of these things I worked for. And I feel like I'm going crazy because it's like I just don't have cash and like what it what do I do? And, you know, it's like, it just, I kept being told, just keep working towards that goal. Somebody's going to see it. Somebody, and it felt like it was never going to happen. And, you know, I get a call from her to put together a meeting and, you know, said she wanted to make an investment and it ended up being a whole lot more than expected. And it was just the nicest thing that I got to just work, you know, yeah, do, do, work, make the contracts, make the relationships, go after all these people and not feel like, you know, there was just this massive burden where I knew all of these vendors were going to be contacting me and just some of these bad things that happen to a lot of people when they're producing events of this scale. But, um, you know, that was, that was a massive breakthrough. What did you do to convince her that Unleashed and you were worthy of investing in? I think it was having the business model, the business plan, the marketing plan and all of the vendors and just everything, all the ducks in a row to where it was like, if you put money in this, we have all of this just ready to go. So um, I encourage people with startups to um, whether you have the cash or not, figure it out, call those vendors, get the prices, make your budget, do everything like you have the money in your bank account. And, you know, eventually, if, if that's what you're waiting for is the cash, chances are if somebody comes up to you with interest to invest and they see you haven't put in all the work, they're going to say, well, we'll talk later. And chances are you're not going to talk later. 
you know, so just, <laughs> just make sure all that stuff is in play and ready to go. Pull the trigger. Yeah. And, you know, that's and, and I don't blame them. That, that would make plenty of sense for me if that was my cash, you know, like, wait, I'm going to pay you to help you figure it out. It's like, no, have it all ready to go. So a couple of fun closeout questions. We were talking all about your brand. Uh, what brand are you obsessed with? What what brand can't you live without or you have to buy all of the time? Hmm. That's an interesting question. I do love Vans. Mm. Uh, have, I have plenty of those. They're very uh, cool, different patterns, different artwork on it. Funny enough, I love uh, – it's it's – little different since uh the merger um uh warner discovery but uh hbo in general you know when it comes or max as it's called now yeah um i i love how they create a curated uh catalog of different content and to where they're almost all winners um whether it's the documentary films or the series or the you know movies um, it's not released yet, but I saw the little Richard documentary at South by Southwest is yeah. amazing. And of course I was like, I bet you HBO picks this one up. Ah. And of course they, did. I think it comes out, uh, this fall, but, um, yeah, that's a, that's a brand I very much admire. So tell me, Wesley, if you were a type of car, what type of car would you be? Probably like a Tacoma. <laughs> rugged little truck toy truck <laughs> yeah so tell me what why are you like that rugged tacoma i don't know fun uh known to go off road I, I like running and hiking um yeah uh versatile how's that one <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even going there on that one um, but my final question wesley is uh what's the best career advice that you'd like to pass on to our listeners Work hard, be prepared to pivot, lean into what is working, learn how to, you know, um, make it your own and, uh, and definitely roll with the punches because there's going to be plenty of them. Exactly. Well, I know you will be rolling with the punches over the next uh, several weeks. Wesley Smoot, it was awesome having you on the show. Remind our listeners if they want to learn more about Unleashed LGBTQ+, where should they go? Hit up the website, unleashedlgbtq.com. You know, where it says register, you can go to the C-Tickets page, uh, put in Jason. J-A-Y-Z-E-N 23 and save 15%. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to see you in Dallas at the end of September. Hopefully it will be cooler and I cannot wait to see all of these cool peeps. Fantastic. We can't wait to hear you speak and uh, moderate. Yay. And we'll be back in just a few moments with my final thoughts. Are you tired of not being recognized for your work? Are you ready to rise above the rest and accelerate to the next level? The Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program will help you take control of your career, develop your own unique brand, and catapult you to a whole new level of success. You are a top performer, and the Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program is what you need to get you there. Visit leadwithyourbrand.com to learn how. Well, 
I don't know about you, but I am super excited about Unleashed LGBTQ coming up in Dallas, Texas on September 22nd to 24th. And what an awesome conversation we just had with Wesley Smoot, the founder and the marketing director of Unleashed. You know, Wesley had so much energy and so many great things to say, but you know what really stood out from our conversation was when Wesley talked about making sure that you do the work. You know, when he talked about when you're pitching as an entrepreneur or you're going out and trying to bring on board sales clients, like you have to have the work already done because when they ask you for something, if it's not done yet, you've already lost your chance. And you know, I think that applies to all of us in our career because at the end of the day, you've got to put in the work and have the results. Now, I know we're always looking out for those great career opportunities, but here's the deal. If you see a job opening and a job opportunity, and then you're scrambling to do things to be the right fit for it, it's already too late. You've got to roll up your sleeves and be sharpening the saw, focusing on building your talents and strengths and amplifying your passion in a way that drives marketplace and your company's needs so that when that job opportunity opens, you are top of mind as one of those first candidates that they want to tap on the shoulder and hear from. So many times we just coast and then we want to respond when we see the opportunity, but make sure that you've done the work so that when opportunities arise, you can go ahead and go for the gold. Well, that's our show for you today. If you loved what you heard, make sure you are following us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll deliver a brand new show every single week. Check me out on social media. I'm at Jason Patria on all platforms, and connect with me on LinkedIn. In fact, if you've got a great question or a comment, shoot me a direct message, and you might just end up on a future episode. Now, most of all, and most importantly of all, In your career, never be a boring old commodity like coffee. Make sure that you are building your network and making sure that you come off as a super premium, memorable brand like Starbucks. You've been listening to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores and uncovers exceptional career success stories and inspiring personal brand journeys with your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us at leadwithyourbrand.com.